and welcome to episode 118 of the Son of a Tech podcast, where joining me as always is my co-host Slingerang. Hello, hello. Today we're going to be talking about the games we played this week, along with some news topics and of course the game releases at the end of the show. So what did you end up playing this week? I played a few games. I play, I've play. i been playing Lawbreakers, so I guess I'm starting with the game I played most recently. And essentially, it's a game from old Cliffy B from Gears of War, the original Gears of War. And uh, he's, he's, a, he's an all-around badass who had too much money and took a break from making games and then decided that... It just wasn't uh, it wasn't fulfilling enough for him, so he came back and made a game called Lawbreakers, which is essentially a super super fast first person shooter, class based first person shooter. It unjustly gets compared to Overwatch most of the time. I don't feel much Overwatch going on in it at all. Where Overwatch has more of a team feel. This doesn't have quite that. Now, I haven't gotten into the upper echelons of play now, of course, but definitely like where Overwatch, even at the kind of, what, what would you call it, uh, lower levels, you still need to do a lot of teamwork. There's not so much that at the lower levels. You can pretty much wreck shop like you would in an Unreal Tournament or a Call of Duty or any other kind of regular uh, first-person shooter. So I'm assuming they don't have tanks or healers then? They do have tanks and healers, but it's still very kill-based. The perk you get for the healer or the biggest perk is while you can like heal other players with your main ability, you also are the only character that regens health. Now, you do have a huh. lower amount of health, but you do regen health. Uh, okay. Health is pretty hefty, but it goes away really, really fast with abilities. So... You're talking about where in Overwatch, like you would have to get a couple players to pop abilities on a player from at full health to get them to go down. You know, right. in Unless this game, you, yeah. you can just pop all of your abilities as just yourself on a single character and, and finish them off. But that being said, it's really hard to aim. It's very fast paced, so you have to have a, it's a definitely a twitch based skill shooter with classes involved essentially right i enjoy it it's fun i suck at it but i'm working on it i'm i i i need some work um then i played hellblade uh senua's sacrifice which is a new game that also came out last week i actually chose to buy that over lawbreakers but uh, a friend bought lawbreakers for me so I got both, go. which was cool. But Hellblade, I only got one boss in so far. And it's a very good story game. I enjoy it a lot. It has a uh, like a puzzle, basically a puzzle system. Way off base with the whole Dark Souls thing, like we, pre- really? we kind of said. Yeah, no, the, it's mainly a puzzle game with some combat, not very much. And the combat is not like you can't really dodge roll it's more of a block parry combat but it's a very basic block parry combat with a dodge option that doesn't really work like you would expect it to hmm okay now i'm seeing a game on your list here mm-hmm. and i'm kind of wondering why you played no man's sky 
Yeah, really? so No Man's Sky, I played it when it first came out. And, yeah. I mean, the only reason I liked it more than other people when it first came out was because I was playing it on 980Ti. Because right. if you recall, the performance was so shit that pretty much nobody could play it on anything else. So, right. I was lucky enough to experience the game when it first came out at a reasonable frame rate, is what I will call it, at 1080p. And I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the soundtrack. It was a relaxing experience, etc. But the depth just wasn't there. Now, they released a patch just recently, which was essentially, I think it was 1.6. And I believe if you go to Steam now, too, the recent reviews are mostly positive. So, of course, already owning the game, seeing the update, and then seeing that the recent reviews are mostly positive... I would be doing it injustice if I didn't give it another visit. The things that they've added is multiplayer. So multiplayer is finally in the game. Woohoo. They also added base building. The only annoyance with the base building being added is they force you to create a save point. So essentially the first save point is super easy to build, right? Which is no problem. And you can build a save point. But because of how spread out No Man's Sky is, like once you start going through the missions, you're like, oh shit, I always need to keep enough in my inventory to build a save point whenever I get to the next planet or whatever the fuck. That's the only mild annoyance. But I think with the base building, what they were really trying to get you to do is colonize your home planet fully and then go out and explore is what I feel like they're trying to do or like create. Because Which doesn't it's... really make sense because I feel like the entire point of that game is exploration. Right, yeah. I don't know. You make a good point. However, I will say that the uh, just the overall base building itself and like item construction, just all the crafting is, is very well flushed out now. And it makes it fun, right? Uh, or like at least better than Fallout 4 or... Well, that's a very subjective thing because Fallout 4 is very buggy. This game's not right. buggy like that. So, you know, I mean, and it's a completely different type of game. I would compare it more to a Minecraft, like a really large Minecraft, essentially. You know, huh. um, okay. but without all the mods, etc. I'm, I'm trying to place it. That's the best I could do. Um, maybe more Elite Dangerous, but Elite Dangerous doesn't really have too much planet and crafting, etc. going on in it, so I can't really say that. It is within its own genre, enough to where if you like crafting uh, exploration games, it's worth checking out. You know, there's not a lot of combat uh, on the planet side. There's a lot more com, but there is a lot more combat now that they've added into the space exploration side of things. So that gives it a little uh, tick up on the the ratings chart. At this point, now I would feel good at giving it, you know, a a six out of ten, which I don't like arbitrary numbers, but to give you an idea, you know, if initial release would be like a four out of ten, this is a six out of ten. It bumped it over the. I can't suggest this to friends. To hey, if you like this type of game, you'll probably enjoy it. Right. Okay. I mean that's a, that's kind of a huge improvement though, like four to four to six. Like I know those are arbitrary numbers, but like that's a fifty percent increase. Right. So, so uh, I mean, I think they're doing a very good job. You know, they got they got hammered hard. You know, people right. shit all over them to where they pretty much just quit 
Twitter and quit social media altogether. Right. So the resilience and the, I think like the work ethic and everything like overall because of that, like Huge just means that much more. Like I'm like, that's right. really cool of you guys that you're actually, you know, doing that. So this week my guild was able to go and get the, uh, the last boss of tomb down on heroic. That oh, was nice. Cool. But I'm kind of, I'm still kind of in this. I don't really feel like playing a lot of WoW in general anymore. Um, okay, so you've been doing I, what have you logging been doing on for raids and then uh, logging in anymore. Um, in the meantime, though, I've still been going and playing some PUBG. Um, I, I feel like I'm getting worse at that game, though. Like, the more I play, <laughs> the, I feel the, like the more I'm, you play, the worse you get. Yeah, I'm, I, I don't because you're just overthinking it, trying to get better and better. But you, I don't know. I, I think it's I, I'm bad at combat, like I, and that's like pretty shitty considering <laughs> that's the point of the game. That's the point of the of, game, right? Yeah. Like I I can you know, use strategy to go and get into the top ten, but that's that top ten is usually because I'm crawling around and you know being extremely fickle about what uh, fights I'm engaging in. And that really isn't the point of the game. You get points for going and killing people and you get points for, you know, surviving. Right. And surviving in the rankings. And you get far more points if you do both at the same time. And I, I can go and kill, you know, the, my KD is terrible. It's like maybe, maybe 50%. Um, so I can kill someone like every other match it seems and then i'll just die <laughs> so like die. i really really need to work on that i think part of the problem though is that like with PUBG, because it's a survival shooter you end up putting so much effort into the surviving part that and being so especially myself i end up being so fickle about the engagements that i choose to go and uh, fight in that, that not I ready. don't get combat experience. Like I'm not getting good with the weapons because I'm not shooting them often enough. If that makes right. sense. No. And like for me, whenever I play games like that, or even when I do like a, uh, like a, like a survival horror, I think is the best genre I could point to. Like I'll get in that mode of like sneaking. Right. And I'm sneaking for so long that like when it comes to combat, I like get stuck in a crouch. I'm not thinking and I'm not, I don't, I don't have the twitch right. skill because I'm in a different like mindset. And you, you get I'm like playing. a surge of adrenaline too, because you, yeah. you, you were discovered. Instead of being ready for the combat and being like, all right, I know what to do here and here and here. And I'm going to fire right. up this guy. There's a guy on my shoulder over here. If I take him down and I have to reload and quickly blah, blah, blah. Instead of that, you're like, uh, fuck, uh, prone. <laughs> I'm dead. Yeah. Shit. Instead of like, aiming, you're trying to do some other move to get out of it. And yeah. Right. Right. When probably better off. And then at the same time, or you spray, right? And then you're yeah. just like, you have no control over where the fucking bullets are going and you spray all over the screen. I saw right. an interesting one here, though, uh, bringing it old school with, uh, with, what is it, StarCraft? StarCraft Remastered, yeah. So StarCraft Remastered hit today. And okay it shit. was only like 15 bucks or something like that the the graphics are improved it's by no means uh a gorgeous have you game tried now. to play online 
Uh, I played against one one of my guildmates from my. Oh, okay, so that's a little easier. I was like, yeah. did you do matchmaking yet and get no. your ass absolutely no. handed to you with 300 APM fucking. Yeah, versus. So we Starcraft played two games. Pro. He beat me once and I beat him once. And uh, both times the winner had 45 APM and the loser had like 35 APM. Nice. So. I, I mean, and so much of that game or so much of StarCraft, the APM comes from like knowing your build order and so that's where i like when i was playing really really good like my highest apm was around 285 but when i and that's when i was like in diamond and i played every night when i got home and that's all i fucking did right but like my average was probably around like 175 to like 209 that was about like 209 was a good game for me and that was playing, like I said, every day. And I had the build order like absolutely mastered down to where like the initial like start of the game was like 300 APM. And then right. it just kind of slowly died off as I, I always got worse as the game went on. So I always tried to finish them off early when <laughs> that, and that's how you got through like most of the lower rankings up to the top and then once you got there you're just fucked because everybody else was doing it too but then they could sustain longer right but. right i will say so like there's a couple of things that i noticed that were frustrating from playing it though um control groups for one thing you have a maximum control group of like 10 characters or 10 units or whatever okay and with a 200 max uh 200 units max uh thing that means that you're going to end up having more control units than you have buttons on your keyboard. So it's like at a certain point, it becomes a little bit like tedious to go and control all of the <laughs> different groups and micromanage. And like I can understand like in fight, if you're doing a crazy amount of APM, like most of it's just because you yeah, can't go. Yeah, if you have and, your micro skills or whatever. Right. You can't. But, you can't go and make like a, a prototypical Protoss ball from StarCraft Two, where it's oh, here's a hundred units in one ball that are just going to rape you. You right. have like you can't control. T- you can't Which control. Which was like the whole thing once. about StarCraft Two. You so. could beat most of the lower levels if you got really good at your macro and not even have to worry about micro. But once you got to that micro, things sucked ass. That's for yeah. sure. So uh, the other thing that was kind of funny is that while they had a StarCraft remastered like launch event, and uh, it was funny to go and see Sean Plot going and casting that, <laughs> considering way back in the day he was a really famous caster. But he, uh, he did the whole um, Dota 2 championship, which was this weekend. Oh, okay. Um, for those of you who haven't heard about or ha- aren't Dota fans, the uh, international was this weekend, and it was like a twenty-five million dollar prize pool, which is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, but one of the other things that were kind of interesting coming from that whole event uh, was they had a kind of a demo during the event, and this is going to be one of our first news topics. Uh, they had an AI go and beat one of the more popular Dota 2 players, Dendi. He was not playing in the, the International this year. Uh, he His team didn't make it, or I don't even know that he has a full five-man squad right now. But uh, he was beaten 1v1 versus a an AI that wasn't programmed to play the game, but you know learned to play the game over the course of two weeks. It took only two weeks for this bot to go and 
beat one of the you know world-renowned mid players in the game. And uh, one of the reasons that that perk you know caught my eye, uh, I actually watched the game live, but uh, Elon Musk actually tweeted about it. Uh, his tweet goes, Open AI, first ever to defeat world's best players in competitive esports. Vastly more complex than traditional board games like chess and go. So obviously yeah, you know, chess it, is like the famous computer AI stuff. Right. But right. Well, yeah, and I like his tweet about uh in like with the Terminator here. The in the, in the <laughs> right, machines right. will win. Uh, Dendi, Dendi, who is not a native English speaker, he goes and and tweeted about it. He said, didn't wait until machines going to start the war against humanity and kicked vacuum cleaner with my leg. (laughs) So uh, Dendi's quite the character. There's actually some um, there's a video that was made about him um, that was shown at the international I want to say three years ago or something like that. And basically they're trying to go and make all of the players uh, have bigger name recognition. So they'll cover, you know, the up and comer uh, from the last international at the next international. Right. Um, but uh, a lot of those videos are pretty interesting and, and very well done. So I, if you guys are have any interest in Dota 2 or even just want to go and see, you know, uh, what potentially the future of esports is as far as you know guys kind of like money a, playing video games it's well it's kind of like a espn's 30 for 30s you know it, it had that type of production value and feel so right. i definitely okay. suggest going and checking checking that out sweet send me a link i'll put it in the description below in other gaming news, Middle Earth uh, Shadow of War, the end game details were revealed and essentially they kind of spoiled it a little bit because they went ahead and said this is where you'll get the true end game. And I feel like that's a double-edged sword, right? Because you take away all of the surprise for the people that spent a whole bunch of time doing it, but then we've already proven that like what only 10% of gamers complete the game. So uh... I don't know. That was what I thought when I read it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because it seems like they're like, well, we have this ending and we really want someone to do it right when it comes out. So we're just going to tell everybody about it. <laughs> but for the people that like, because there are plenty of live streamers that do full playthroughs. So eventually someone would find it. I feel like it would have been nicer to just leave it be, right? And just kind of make it a surprise. I mean, I understand what they're doing here, though. Like, it, how many people, and we've talked about this a lot in the past. If you go and look at the single player campaigns in Call of Duty or Battlefield or any of those games, a lot of people just yeah. don't go and play them. The so, only, when you, the only defense for that would be that this game's a primarily a single player game. Like, that's what it's aimed towards. So, I don't know. It's a little different, right? You would expect a a larger majority of people to actually complete this game. Because if you're going to pay 60 bucks for a single-player game, sure hope you're at least going to complete it one time. That might be something that came from internal playtesting too, like you or the you know people in the beta or alpha. They were like, "Wait, this is this is all there is to the game," and then they didn't realize that they had to do more in order to go and get the real ending. So. We'll see. I definitely plan on picking that up because I loved the first one. Yeah. 
Cool. So, what's our final topic? This one's big. This one's big for us, I feel like, even though I don't even have a console right now, damn it. It's, I think <laughs> it's coming out for PC, though, right? Wait, you don't have a console right now? No, I, uh, so, yeah, long story. I'm, I'm, I have the money set aside for the Xbox One X, though, so I'm okay. good. Uh, Sonic Mania, yeah. the Go return to form you've been waiting for is the headline. So this is essentially a Sonic going back to 16-bit. Is that correct? I believe it's 16-bit. Yes. And it's it's got some... It, I think it has some levels that are a little higher than 16-bit. I did see some of the like classic kind of almost faux 3D stages in the preview. And it's essentially a, a classic Sonic the Hedgehog game, but with all new levels and shit. So I am, I'm intrigued, especially if it's going to be running like 60 FPS, which I assume it would, that would be like a return to true form for like Sonic, like a 60 FPS Sonic side-scroller game or, you know, that'd be sweet. Right. Yeah. It's coming out for the PC release is going to be a little bit later. Okay. uh, PS4, Xbox one and switch will be this week. And we'll talk about it a little bit more at the end in our game release section. But uh, PC comes out August 29th. So sweet. No, it's it, Sonic was effectively my first gaming experience. Mine was got, Prince of Persia on the PC, but and then Sonic was my first console experience because the Orthodontist had one. So I I got I got a Genesis for Christmas with Sonic 2 and Sonic 1 like probably 1991 or 1992 like I was I was 5 or 6 years old I I think Sonic 2 came out in 92 so it was we would have been the Christmas of 92 that I would have got it okay and I to this day I still remember the day that I beat the game the first time and I think I beat Sonic 2 first because Sonic 2 was a little bit easier than Sonic 1. And I immediately put the Sonic 1 cartridge in and beat Sonic 1 the same afternoon. <laughs> nice. So at, you know, like six years old, I was already getting to the point of wanting to stay up till 3 a.m. playing, playing video, video games. games. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, I feel you on that one. I, I liked my Game Boy because I could do that and nobody could figure it out. Or at least I felt like no one could right, figure it right. out. Because you'd just be like, I'm going to turn this on. But you had that stupid light. I Even with the Game Boy Color, I had the Game Boy Color at one point. The blue right. see-through one. And then you had the fold-over light so you could fucking see the screen. Yep. With the magnifying glass? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I would be like under the covers trying to play with the yep. music off. Played yep. so much Pokemon Red and Blue with the sound off. Oh, God. Yeah. So much of it. And it played fine with the sound off. I didn't like playing Zelda with the sound off as much. I don't know. Just the way I felt about it. What about game releases for the week? First up on the list, Agents of Mayhem coming out for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Agents of Mayhem is essentially if you took a whole bunch of mix of third-person open-world games and mashed them together but it is most reminiscent of saints row 
series. I'm interested in it because I dig the Saints Row series. I like Over the Top. I feel like if you're going to do like the third person kind of shooter thing, that that's neat. What The thing that makes me most intrigued is in some of the reviews I was reading that were posting up today. They were saying that it was uh, it had an aspect of Borderlands in it, and I don't mean I don't know if that means there's loot drops, but if it's a looter shooter, third person open world, I'm I'm down for that. That sounds cool right. to me. Um, so it's hard to tell what it is based off of videos, as as yeah. it is with every game, it seems. Pretty much. The next game is Matterfall for PS4 on August fifteenth. It's a side-scroller. It has a really cool cinematic trailer, though. Like a dope-ass cinematic trailer. I dug it. Um, I'm letting it play right now. I just... The disappointment for me was going from the cinematic trailer to the gameplay and then realizing that it doesn't, like... It looks good, and it has a very creative kind of platformer mechanic uh, with his kind of, pic- I would call it like a, a pixel shooter, you know? Like, have you right. ever seen the movie Pixels where they can you, like, create stuff? It kind of got, a, it's reminiscent of that, so that's kind of what I like about it, but. Hmm. No, it does look really cool. Like, the platforming the- aspect of it looks very solid, for sure. Next up on the list, we already talked about this, is Sonic Mania. As we said earlier, it's coming out for PS4, Xbox One, and Switch, with a later release on PC August 29th. And then finally, we have Sudden Strike 4 for PlayStation 4. The gameplay trailer is essentially up, is the one I'll post for you guys, but it's a Sudden Strike game. It, I believe this one's already on PC as well. So this is just a console kind of re-release. It does bode well for console strategy games because it has a pause mechanic, meaning like console games are not fun to play, or sorry, strategy games are not fun to play on console. But if you have like a pause mechanic, it almost turns it into a tactics game, like a Final Fantasy tactics game, right? Which kind of makes it a little bit more console friendly in my opinion. So it might be worth checking out if you're a console peasant, as the PC Master Race calls you. You jerks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever be able to go and play an RTS on a console. Yeah, even this one seems kind of not fun, right? Because it has enough like unit selection that moving the cursor seems like a big pain in the ass. So, but that's it for the game releases for the week. And I think we're gonna we're gonna go and cut this episode short. Yeah, we were doing thirty minute episodes for a while. This week, there wasn't a lot of news, and the only interesting topic was one that uh, the uh, the OpenAI bought. There wasn't much out that I could find that I was interested in, so that will wrap it up this week. Thanks for watching. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe down below. And as always, we will see you next Tuesday. Peace out.